Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Todd. Good evening. Uh, so, obviously, I'm back in Atlanta after an awesome, awesome trip. And Todd, you're a little darker, but you're here. Damn, that's that's you can't say uh, that to me. <laughs> your lighting. I was in the sun, Jesus, Dad. I knew after I said. <laughs> We're not back at the Museum of Death. Keep your arms yes. to yourself. <laughs> yes, working out some tech stuff, but little little darker lighting. But you're here, and that's what I'm here, and and yeah. Even there though, even though no one got their Aussie fix this week, so. Yes. Next yes. week, that was that was a whole nother thing. The week was off. Dan was getting taken to the airport, and then the computer issues. Yeah. So, yeah, but that'll be worked out shortly. Ozzy needed to renegotiate his contract <laughs> and threatened us with joining AEW and all this stuff. But uh, but you know, he'll he'll calm down eventually, and all is well. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we got Punisher in the chat, Swaggy. What's up? How are you? Uh, good to be good to be back home, even though I miss California. So good for you yeah. to be back home. It's like I feel all my energy is restored to me. I I really do, and I'm not just being a dick. I feel normal again. You know, it's because I left that something <sighs> happened to your shit. You I'm know, the, the, your energy sucking literally sucked the energy out of my computer. Suck the energy out of your computer. Hundred percent, an energy vampire. My Mitch Pelleggi, what the fuck? I did not. Shocker! <laughs> God damn it! But uh, see, karma. You don't appreciate me, and that's what happens. Cliff Booth. He did Just not. Say. He likes his political views, but he instead flew out of LAX. Yes, LAX, which is a uh, little more, uh, it's actually weird. I'd say I have an easier time there than back in Atlanta. I don't know why. Atlanta airport's just a little bit more confusing for some reason, but uh, had a had an okay flight this time at least. So, so yeah, so all is well back home in time to kick off the Halloween season. Which I'm very excited about. Tag, you know what I'm looking for this week? I'm leaving it up uh, to fate. What are you looking for? If Lowe's has the leather the face chainsaw. animatronic, I think I'll get it. But they never do, at least my local one. So I'm leaving it I, up to fate. I, I'm looking into to bodies to create my own. I kind of, you know, the first one I'm going to make. It's pretty obvious. So, yeah. See, I wish I knew what I was doing. Like, I could probably do a portion of it. It's just I don't know how I'm going to make the, you know, the actual movement and animatronic stuff work. So, well, you don't have to do I'm no. just I'm just doing a dummy of the one I'm doing. Um, use Burbank once. It was the best. Cliff, yes. Burbank Airport is probably one of the easiest. Long Beach is probably the easiest, but it's currently closed for renovations. Yeah, I don't think I've any time I've been to California, I think it's always LAX for me. So I have no experience with Burbank or anything else. But uh, I, don't know. I guess I could look into that. I'd persuade time. you against Burbank. No, no Burbank. That's too far. Wow, Burbank. Swaggy. Swaggy is 
saying that a Delta flight from Atlanta was turned around due to a passenger with a bowel issue. Well, it wasn't Dan because he wasn't he wasn't going to wait. No, maybe it was from Atlanta. From Atlanta, okay. Was that you were on time? So I can't even give you crap. That must have been one hell of a bowel issue to turn it around. Was it the big show on that son bitch? <laughs> I I was. I'm turning around if he's like, oh, this, this bubble guts getting to me. Flip yeah, bitch. <laughs> when you really think about it, I've had some. A couple scary flights. I was on one where lightning hit the plane, uh, which, yeah. Anytime you look at the uh, the flight attendant and they like start kind of like whispering to each other and they look nervous, it's like I, that's like oh my, fuck. My rule of thumb is like I sit on the plane and and and, and since where I normally sit, I, I'm kind of towards the front. I always just watch the stewardess. I don't get nervous unless they get nervous. Yeah, that was like the one oh, where shit. I'm sorry, I meant the flight attendants, whatever. I'm old school. That's okay. It's the same thing. Uh but no, I I looked and it was like that like slight I mean they were freaking out or anything, but I saw it in their face cuz you know I'm a card player. I look <laughs> at people's facial reactions and I'm like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Swaggy G said 2 days ago it created a biohazard. Um the person didn't make it to the bathroom and it was down the aisle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like you'd almost have to. You're 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 in a fucking tube. And for any of you out there that haven't flied, at least in modern times, like there is no room. You know, I'm not a small man by any means, but I'm not like the biggest guy either. Like and it's like you're like this like there is like if i stick my elbow out like that far i'm getting hit by the cart when it comes by uh yeah anybody like somebody pukes though like anything like holy shit uh so i'm glad i'm not on that flight i've had some bad ones but i can't stay on the other side of the curtain with that nonsense (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean hell you figure just somebody's not feeling good it's one bathroom i believe even though I never no, used there's, to there, play. There's multiple, because there, the first class has their own bathroom. Oh, okay. Well, still, a lot of people on that. So plane, I say, so. keep it behind the curtain. You guys can use that one in the tail end. <laughs> <laughs> Todd special. Got to fly first class. I've never done that, so I'm always riding bitch, I guess. But uh, Yeah, you ain't sticking me in a small-ass coach seat. Now, like you give me like a fifty, sixty dollar upgrade, I might do it, but like it's almost like two hundred dollars more. So I was like, nah, can't justify that. I'll just be miserable for four hours. But anyways, yes. So speaking about miserable for four hours, what do we have that I did? <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't. It's not. It's not wrong. I didn't. God, I, I, mean, didn't I didn't time it out, so I don't know how long our misery was. I don't know <laughs> what's our misery. Combined runtime would be somewhere north of that, I think. So, well, we'll see. I don't know, we'll I don't know where goes. you landed on these movies. We haven't, even though we saw most of them together, we didn't talk about them. Yeah, I was going to say we saw all of these together. So, uh, only most... one we obviously both loved that we we both talked about. But yes, all right. Well, let's see where we Which fall. One was it? <laughs> so, our first film of the evening is "Don't Look Away" from director Michael Buffaro. And this film, which is actually based on a video game called Stay Close, which I have not played, uh, not familiar with it, but those of you gamers out there, you you may be familiar. So 
It doesn't move. It doesn't think. It just kills. For one young woman, a chance encounter with this supernatural entity proves devastating. Frankie learns that once you see the mannequin, there be, may be no end in sight except for your own. All right. And uh, what's up, Brian Trash? Good to see you. Good to see you too so far, Cliff. Uh, all right. So, I just want to know what the, what the Norwalk virus is. <laughs> the Nor- I, I, was reading, I was reading Cliff's post, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, isn't it? No- I, I think he means. Uh, I know. It's funny Nor- when it's Nova, Norwalk. Norma, yeah, it's it's yeah. funny with Norwalk because that's one of my main theaters. Why will this not disappear? Sorry, Dan. Didn't mean to derail you. Oh, no, that's all right. That's all right. Different setup tonight, so bear with us. Um, food poisoning sucks, though. I have had food poisoning. I couldn't even food imagine. On- on- okay. I was going to say I, on a plane. <laughs> I would try and jump out that plane at that point, I think. Like, holy shit. Um, not fun. Uh, so anyways, don't look away. Speaking of not fun, uh, I did not care for this movie. Um, so you, if you've seen the trailer for this, you know that it centers on a, uh, a mannequin and uh, – I was like, oh, okay. It's got very similar uh, story structure as It Follows, which I do really like that movie. It's got a very similar vibe. Um, it's really repetitive because it is a mannequin. It doesn't move. Uh, you know, they're they're not animating the mannequin. You see it. It's just that mannequin that you see in the trailer. And for that reason, it's really repetitive. The movie has this kind of dreamlike feel the the characters almost don't seem to be real um and other than the beginning the police who really should be uh uh, present in this story with these multiple deaths kind of just drop off drop out of it uh you know it's got this like i said soft focus dreamlike feel and look to it and nobody really felt real i wasn't connected to anyone it's hard to do this story right but it has been done right if you're a doctor who fan uh they they managed to make the weeping angels uh very scary and compelling here i don't know i actually found myself chuckling at most like at one point the mannequin just pops up in a pool and you just, weren't alone. I, I believe that was the theater chuckling at most. <laughs> yeah, and but not in a good way. The acting is fucking atrocious in in some cases. Our lead actress, whose real name apparently is Kelly Bastard, uh, she's fine, but I never connected to anybody. It does have a good opening scene that I thought, like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. Um and it is a low-budget movie. It had a very limited theatrical release. It's a small Canadian horror film. Uh, I hate shitting on it, but, man, it's pro- it's one of the dumbest things I've seen in theaters in recent memory. And not good dumb. Uh, like I said, this, this whole thing, it's barely 80 minutes, which is a blessing. Because stretching this one out any longer, I would be a lot meaner. <laughs> 
in my review. Uh, but I don't know. It just doesn't work. And you never, like I said, the the mannequin is always just stationary. So you never see anything. Like there's a club scene. And see, that's a- that's what I liked about it, that, he, that they just stuck to their guns. He didn't move. They didn't try to make it supernatural. The movie was dumb. But well, it's see, definitely I, supernatural. Well, <laughs> meaning they didn't like, yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was dumb. Everything you said, I agree. I'll probably never watch it again, but I'm not mad at it. It it was dumb. I, mm. I laughed at it considerably. Um, so it entertained me that way. I'm not going to, if you like dumb movies, I could see someone getting a good time out of it. That I don't said, know. I'm not going to recommend it to, you know, necessarily, but I don't think it's as, it's, it, honestly, the stuff you're saying is what made me like it. I like bad horror, but. Yeah, I thought this one, though, was pretty wretched. I, I, I think it really, it, I think it's like the clown thing. This one just figured, like, well, people are creeped out by mannequins and that's enough. Is that a thing? Uh, I, I've known a few people that get no, but, creeped uh, out by me. But is it like a thing, or is this is that like a very random thing? I don't know. I've never gotten okay. it. I, I've I've known people like you put a creepy clown in a horror movie; they're afraid of it no matter what. That's right, which is a known me. thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know a mannequin gimmick. That's yeah. what I was asking. I've known a. F- oh, there was a girl I knew in like middle school. Who and I don't know why it was like some career fair thing, but it was like creeped out by like the mannequin. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess it is probably not the way that clowns are, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This one just it never went for laughs. Uh, and th- see, that's know. what I like. I like that all the laughs were unintentional. Yeah, there were a couple, but man, uh, I remember just getting up and thinking like this, this might be the dumb. The, the dumbest thing is how, uh, let's just say, solving a problem. There's a big problem-solving scene, and when they did that, I was like, this is fucking dumb. This is an evil that apparently in, in the story has been around for a very long time, and I'm thinking, like, is that really how you're explaining this? This is <laughs> fucking stupid that sealed it i was like it could have ended maybe on a decent note and i would have been a little more generous but i'm like are you fucking kidding me this is a threat that has been around for at least i love years you're just selling it to me more because that ending was fucking hilarious i was fucking it was todd it was the dumbest it's not again i like dumb I like dumb too. I like a lot of dumb shit, but man, wow, <laughs> Todd, this might be on my worst of the year list. Like I, and I, I would, I, and I would get that again. Uh, not defending the movie, but I had a good time with it as a bad movie. All right. Well, I'm glad you got uh, Cliff. You would definitely eat out. Perusa, don't even lie. I didn't read uh, that because I didn't want to picture, you know, poor skeleton bones getting gnawed on. It's like uh, watching my dog chew on a bone. That's fucked up, Todd. Anyways, uh, so if, if you miss this in theaters, I don't even know if it's still playing in theaters, but uh, it is. Oh, and I will say, uh, Punisher just brought up, uh, of course, uh, Tourist Trap. Great movie. I love Tourist Trap. 
and he also brought up uh, uh, the uh, I don't remember the episode name either, Punisher, but that Kolchak the Night Stalker episode, uh, which yeah, you have better mannequin. I mean, maniac, you have better mannequin options out there than this. And what up, Ghost? Yeah, but those don't plan the fear of mannequin. Well, I, maniac doesn't plan the fear of mannequins. They're no, it doesn't. But so that's not a very yeah. But the if other you, two, yeah. If you see this one, guys, as always, I'm very curious. Put your, you know, feel free to put your own two cents I'm, and review in the comments because I really feel like this is one that like it's going to have 90 percent hate. But we'll see. I could be totally wrong. I I, I, I don't know anyone who's going to like this one. I don't think pugs or or what did we see this one? What was the one we went to Outback and then saw? Was that the, the we? Yeah, we saw Birth Rebirth with Pugs, the one we reviewed while we were out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's yes, that, that is correct. Yeah. I'm going to say Pugs was fortunate that he did not uh, make it to this one. So let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, All right. So I've, just because the opening scene was decent enough, I give it a half star, but this is trash. It is trash, but I had fun with the trash, so I'm going to give it a one and a half. Okay, not as high as I thought. All right. That's... I was going back and forth with the two, but, I mean, even still, that's still below. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's not good, but I, I it made me laugh. I like them. That's okay. It Once or twice for me, but, but yeah. more and just like, I can't believe I'm watching this in a theater way. <laughs> uh... And see, and you know, and that actually probably makes me like it a little more. Because otherwise, it'd just be some crap I'm watching on VOD or something we need to review. We don't really want to. And it's like going out to the movie to watch it and watch that type of picture in a theater. I don't yeah. know. It, it, there's something about that. So I'm, I'm a little more lenient to like, it's not going to be the only time tonight. But I'm, I, I, I am le- because I, I like supporting those movies as shitty as they can be as long as we, you know, so we can keep getting more. Oh, definitely I, support indie horror always. Um, see, I, so, I'm indie film period. But. Yes, at least they had the budgetary ex- excuse, unlike Bloomhouse, which constantly shits out garbage. Uh, had to get it in, I did. I had to. I had to. Um, oh, you know what also pissed me off? Two fucks in front of us on their phones. Two. And I didn't see a- it the whole time. <laughs> Dude, I wanted so bad to. You I'm, you should have told me before because he told me when they left. I would have said something. I wanted so bad to just. I'm telling you, one day when I just don't give a shit, I'm just gonna grab it and smash it. Just smash the fucking phone. I don't know how that would go. Uh, I mean, they're not supposed to have it. I suppose I'd still have to pay for the phone, but. They're not supposed to be on it, so isn't that like a 50-50 scenario? Hey, motherfucker, get off your fucking phone before I fuck you up. (laughs) That's all you do, real quiet in there. Or you pull a Paul Rubens. Don't do that, I'm just joking. You pull a Paul Rubens. You know what, you know, I'm not, they turn around and you're just, you know, going, fapping. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that in the theater either, so, you know, if we're breaking rules, just get an inch, inch up on them right there. That's my suggestion. Not supposed okay, so to talk on gonna, the phone either. I'm just going to delete both of our suggestions. <laughs> it's probably not a... <laughs> I'm just saying. 
if you're going to be rude. All right. So anyways, moving <laughs> on to our next Ah, oh, that's hilarious. I need to do that, uh, but I won't. All right, moving on to our next film for real, which is, uh, excuse me for a minute. Like I said, technical difficulties, so we're a little slower getting our synopsis up. Uh, all right, here we go. So our next film is R.L. Stein's Zombie Town from director... Peter Lepiniatis. I think that's how you say it. If not, I apologize. And this follows Amy and Mike unearth a centuries-old curse when they decide to watch an exclusive film reel. The duo must track down an infamous filmmaker and navigate a town of hungry zombies to save the world. All right, so... um, so this film is, I, I'm not totally familiar on what specific story it's based on. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a goosebumps story. So I think it's, you know, just a general R.L. Stein uh, property of some kind. I know he's written other stuff too. Uh, so not, not exactly sure what this is based on my review is just of the movie uh so i was a little bit excited we saw this pop up down there uh, it's got a great cast dan Aykroyd, uh chevy chase uh henry zerny uh you know i i was all in uh now i have to say uh chevy chase is basically a cameo i think he might have like a minute and a half at most of screen time. So don't go in playing a che- uh, expecting a Chevy Chase movie. Uh, but uh, Dan Aykroyd is in it. He plays Len Carver, who is this beloved horror film director who had the entire town of Carver, Carversville, I think it was, named after him. Uh, and it was pretty damn cool to see him in a bigger role. Again, we don't get that very much from Dan Aykroyd anymore. Uh, so the film's PG-13, and first off, I'm going to really question why. There was absolutely nothing in this film that the, warranted the anything. Yeah, that's but they were... The, I, I get it, but I'm sure that's the reason. I, I agree. Um, yeah. And it's it's weird, because I, I, I was kind of... Yeah. Because they could have got away with like zombies and the, and the thing. The MPA's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, because these are not like they're very basic zombies. You just get like a little bit of white face paint to make them look spooky. Like, no, there's no gore. Um, and now I realize this is a family film all the way. Uh, I like a lot of particularly another you know, Canadian one, by the way. Yes, another Canadian one. I really like the first Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. The second one a little less so, but it's you know, still fun in that one. Yeah, it gives gets you, you know, in the spirit that the the books, of course, Goosebumps made many a horror fan. Not me, but uh, there's a lot of you guys out there that were initially inspired by Goosebumps, and I think that's awesome. And I respect Arl Stein for that. Having said that, family film or not. And bearing in mind that this did have a PG-13 rating. One thing I can't forgive, even if you're a family film, 
the source of the horror still has to be a threat. It is not. It it's a goose. It's but or else the the threats were never really there. That's part of it. They even yeah. purposely put it out. That's like the whole point of it. The PG thirteen, I do think, is a mistake. But that was set like from the first frame of the film, which is weird because it even says it's GP, which is PG. That's the weird thing. Yeah, it could have just been a rating that they were, you know, I, I, with. But I don't even know if that rating is correct on IMDb. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, it sure doesn't seem so. I mean, there's not even really innuendo in this this story. There's not no adult themes or anything. It's just all very bubbly kid stuff that you could watch on the Disney Channel. Um, but anyways, I, I do have an issue with that because there's a scene where the girl uh, is caught up in a swarm of zombies that are all around right on top of her practically and she just kind of pushes her way out and that's kind of the theme through this whole thing uh, you get a couple zombies who are nice for no reason just random um that are not trying to they're not really trying to eat you anyways they kind of like suck your life force but sometimes that doesn't even work it i need the the source of the horror to still be a threat i understand we're not going to see anybody eat ripped apart we're not going to see brains That's... devoured i still need an actual threat and that we had that even in goosebumps i mean i'm not a goosebumps expert but you didn't want to run into slappy uh, another mannequin uh you, you didn't want to run into you know, the blob or, or whatever villain that they were doing on Goosebumps. Here, it it nothing ever happened. Nothing felt like it even could happen. Again, you have an issue, although you shouldn't with a PG-13 rating. You Again, you're not going to see gore, but you could certainly yeah, cut I, away I, as the zombie was biting somebody or something. But Yeah, uh, you're, you're, then you were 100% going in for the wrong thing, Dan. If you were expecting some kind of biting situation going on. I just need the zombies to be, okay, you're doing the life force gimmick. Fine. But at no point, like even when they were in danger, nothing really happened. I, I like Dan Aykroyd. I don't want to shit on this one. I'm just illustrating that I have enjoyed, you know, family Halloween type movies. Before. I know. I, I get that. But I, this does it wrong. Well, see, no, I, I'm not, I can't say it does it wrong because it's doing it for a different audience. This is the, and, and the way it's set up, it's like telling you, this is, this is the type of movie that's going to get your kids used to horror without a threat. That's basically what that whole intro is. And I get that. Like I could show my kid this and not have a worry. Would the you not show is, him the Goosebumps movie? No, there's too much. In, there's intense frightening in that one. This one doesn't okay. have that at all. That's what I'm saying. That's the element missing. The part you're complaining about. That's not the, and that's not presence, but they tell you that's laid out from the very first frame. The very first thing that you hear is them telling you that before yeah. you even see anything on the screen. So I can't fault it for something they like immediately tell you. And knowing it's an R.L. Stein product aimed at kids, it's like, it, it, it's what I expected. Now, was it good? 
It's no spirit Halloween the movie, not even close. Yeah, see, I like that a lot. Too. And that was the that was the level I was hoping for. Yeah, oh, which also get... had a PG thirteen rating, I believe. That's that's one issue. If this is really PG thirteen, I'd like somebody to tell me why. Yeah, and, and because if it was just the PG property that it presents, it's, it, that's the thing. It's it's weird. That rating really does make a difference. It does. The only real, if you love Dan Aykroyd and just want to see Dan Aykroyd on your screen again, that might be good enough reason to check it out. Um, for me, it just, I don't know. It's, it, it's not made for me. It's not the type of, uh, you know, family friendly horror story that I experienced growing up. Maybe there's an audience for this. I don't know. I don't feel like this is going to be anybody's uh, kids or niece or nephew's new favorite, though. I mean, I'm not see. I'm not saying that this to me feels like something to get them used to it and get them ready for good stuff. Like this isn't even one like to get them hooked. This is just. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's more just to get them used to it is what like I'd use it for if I'm. But I'd rather watch something better. Yeah, you also get some meta stuff towards the end. Like there's some, um, yeah. I I didn't I didn't, uh, but I did. I again, it's another one I didn't hate. It, it was the kind of crap I don't get to see in a theater. It, yeah. it may not be good. I mean, but that's the that's a similar experience of going to the movies in the eighties and nineties. Sometimes you just got shit, <laughs> and it didn't have to have a superhero in it. Shit is alive and well as you're seeing tonight. Um. So, look, I'm just reviewing it as me. I think this one was kind of a waste of a, a good cast. It's not all bad. Dan Aykroyd made me smile a few times. Uh, I, you know, it's it's a movie that where a movie theater plays a big part and chunks of it are set in the movie theater. So I'm not going to be too mean to it. I'm giving it a one and a half, but I have a major issue, like I said. I think even a younger kid can handle... That yes, these zombies are a threat. They're bad. <laughs> you know, try and get away from them. You know, a little danger there. It's okay, in my opinion. I, uh, I'm not just. I'm not disagreeing, but I mean, it's what I I know. You know, say, um, I, I'm giving it an extra half. I'm giving it two just for okay. him sneaking the skullhead vodka in there a couple times. <laughs> I think that's the only reason Dan Aykroyd did I'm sure. it. It's like, you know, you're going to pay me, you're going to pay me half the budget and I get product placement for my vodka. He, I'm sure he probably tried to <laughs> get the name changed to Skullhead Zombie Town at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so Brian Trash just uh, posted, all right, Zombie Town is rated PG-13 by the MPAA for thematic content. All right. Brief bloody images. Now, I, I didn't see any blood in this. And smoking. That's what, okay, that's what gets you right hmm. there. I don't, I don't remember I this. Saw anybody smoke. Maybe Dan Aykroyd smoked. I don't know. There, yeah, I, that that's going to get you that. Or another thing that I don't want to mention now because I don't think they fixed it. And that'll get people. Hooked. Oh, so really? There, there's an orientation thing that MPA likes to hit you with and automatically give you a PG-13. Uh, is, is smoking, characters smoking now enough that you can't yes, get a PG? you cannot. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Well, all right. Maybe that's, I didn't, maybe there you have your answer, but, uh, but that, that would, PG-13. <laughs> but that would be something in, then you just cut out. The problem is most pictures want that PG-13. Cause it's like the, I, yeah. that rating, it's like such a, an, uh, the, the essay made it 13 instead of PG. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah, it is weird. Like you, you do see some. You left out some individuals are bonked in the head with hard objects. Men appear injured. <laughs> I mean, you have physical comedy in. Yeah, that's know, just Pixar that actually... movies and shit. I mean, yeah, you know. honestly, the smoking. I don't remember any. You know what? There, there might have been in some of the movie. Flashback. I think Aykroyd might have smoked a pipe when they were in his yeah. house or something. And, but like the bloody images would have been in the old movies. They were all stylized, so they didn't even. Re- it wasn't like real. Like yeah. in in the movie, you're watching the real zombies. Like there was nothing. With them. Yeah, maybe there was something in the but, footage from uh, Carver's old films. Right? But I do kind of remember that there was like a rough look, so they could have easily had some like blood or whatever in there. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I was a look at watching like, oh, there's a drop of blood here and there. I wasn't trying to give yeah. it a rating. <laughs> I, w- I would say if you haven't watched it yet, watch Spirit Halloween the movie. Absolutely, just you came out on Blu-ray this year. Something a little more family friendly, but one that I think the adults are going to enjoy too. Yeah, uh, I, so. I'm with you. Like, I, I don't hate that I watched this. It was cool to see our spies like us reunion that no one asked for, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> What up, Chris, in the chat? Uh, Chris, did you see uh, R.L. Stein's Zombie Town yet? I know you're a Goosebumps guy. Is this based on a book? Because I don't remember. Yeah, it, it's from a novel. It's not a Goosebumps. It's like literally R.L. Oh, Stein's okay. Zombie Town. Okay, okay. And Daily Ghosts Love Spies Like Us. That makes sense. You're about the same age. I enjoy that <laughs> movie as well. I used to rent it quite often. I think we'll uh, we'll do that one on far soon. I thought you did that as like no, the first one. We it was one we were talking about. And we just didn't pull the trigger on. It, okay. It's on. It's on the list of stuff to do. Next time we need an eighties one, I'll, I'll push that one in. Well, there you go. Consider it booked for a future date. Um, yeah, it's in theaters right now, Chris. I was not a fan. If you're just jumping in, but uh, yeah, I just you know honestly, I just found it because like a, I got a Facebook ad for it. I mean, that was like right before it came out because we had no, you know, it wasn't on our radar at all. I thought yeah. it was a, I thought it was like a Cinemark exclusive. And then I saw, you know, we got it at Amazon and A-List. I thought it was another one night gimmick. I'm a little surprised with the R.L. Stein name that they didn't try and go a little wider with it. But I, I think they knew what they had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the French Canadian accent on, on the lead boy was kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I thought it, it was a little too Dino Bravo y. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just jinxed him, Todd. There you go. Oh, right. well, I don't don't, don't don't get in the cigarette trade. <laughs> yes, uh, stay away from uh, the French Canadian mob. That's it, they cannot be. Trusted. Um, all right. So there is R.L. Stein's Zombie Town. Moving on to our next film of the evening, which is a we have original. 
we haven't hit our four hours of crap yet. We're right about three hours so far. <laughs> We're three hours. Uh, there you go. All right. So Shutter exclusive. And there's one thing that you may not have caught in this movie, Todd. I'll, I'm curious to ask you. Uh, okay. But first, uh, so bad things from director Stuart Thorndike. When a group of friends escape the city to spend the weekend in an abandoned hotel, a pervading, eerie energy begins to illuminate the cracks in their little family unit. Uh, Rufy Nod inherits the hotel from her grandmother, and with bad childhood memories threatening to burst to the surface, Rufy wants to sell the hotel and never return. But her partner, Cal, drags her there in the hopes of returning it to its former glory. They're joined by their amiable friend, Maddie, and mysterious grifter, Fran. As the friends dance, cook, flirt, and fight, they find themselves entwined in the hotel's seductive embrace and start doing bad things to one another. All right. So, first I got to ask, Todd, because I know we're both uh, a huge fan of the well a show that the lead was on do you recognize gail rankin who plays rufy our lead in this one from something that we both loved you in particular because i think you watched it first it um you probably won't i'm trying to think of the name it didn't hit me right away but it uh on hulu no no not that okay. you're you're going to something else. Uh, she, so Gail Rankin played Sheila the She-Wolf on Glow. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Which you can't, you you know, looks yeah, very different. In that, totally different, yeah. It, okay. it didn't yeah. hit me right away, but I was like, oh, shit, okay. There you go. Um, so Yeah, it's funny because every once in a while I'll see one of the girls from that and like recognize them and not know what they're from and have to look them up. 80s hair and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i missed that show i, I that uh it hit that three season netflix fucking unwritten rule i was gonna say unfortunately thank god we got uh, heels now and cm punk did not get fired from heels he's still uh wrestling a duffy <laughs> as of now until he chokes somebody and hey. <laughs> i want to see a stunt man just go through some glasses <laughs> like hey look punk <laughs> real glass <laughs> God There's... damn it. God damn it, Luke Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I did see what's her name pop up the other day. The one who's always bitching, the pog bitch. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say her name because that's she might come after me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I won't name her, Todd. Uh, so, bad things. Uh, this is the second film from this director. Uh, I know they directed uh, a film called Lyle, which is supposed to be kind of a lesbian Rosemary's Baby. I haven't seen that. I know some people liked it. Um, one issue with this movie is it just can't quite settle on a tone. Um, it's obviously they watched The Shining because we have these jogger. I think they were twins that randomly would pop up. Uh, this is a movie that really kind of <laughs> relies on symbolic moments that kind of hint at what's going on with the plot. 
it drew me in to a degree. I did like the cast. I like uh, Gail Rankin quite a bit. I thought she was a standout on Glow. Um, but a lot of this, honestly, it was just random mumbo jumbo to me, to be perfectly honest. And, you know, seeing as they really obviously were inspired by The Shining, one issue with this, you're in just a very basic, modern, sort of Holiday Inn hotel, and there's no sense of isolation. You see cars going by (laughs) outside. (laughs) So I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I don't feel like these characters are trapped like I should. They're not you know, in the middle of nowhere where, you know, the mental breakdown is, is, is believable. Um, you can kind of understand this movie if you pay close attention. I mean, I think, I don't feel like I have no idea what was supposed to be going on. Uh, it's a little bit, like I said, a little convoluted. I mean, I could probably break down why the shower started you know, spewing out milk at one point, I, I, you know, if I really wanted to dissect this movie, but it never really engaged me. It just felt like, again, just random mumbo jumbo. And I was never really afraid. There's a couple moments where it gets a little bit crazy at the end. There's a chainsaw that comes into the mix, not a gore film, uh, where I was like, okay, this is maybe getting a little more lively, but it's a road to nowhere movie ultimately for me. And Molly Ringwald is in this too. And she's still goddamn, she is beautiful. She is aged like fine wine. Um but it's just not interesting. I didn't care. I, I wasn't engaged enough. You know, at the end, I was just like, okay, this is just it's like a jigsaw. We horror. beat our we beat our four hours of crap. This was my least favorite of the ones we've talked about so far. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think yeah. you were just waiting for more from Ro- Molly Ringwall. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for the goddamn thing to end. Yeah. <laughs> we did have some fun while watching it, talking a little shit, but <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like that was the one thing with the movies earlier while watching. We couldn't really talk shit about what we were watching. I think we would have had more fun watching those last two at the house because you could I, we could yeah. we could have really had fun with them. I was but, tempted with don't look away. I think like once or twice I just looked over. Yeah, like, you did a few times. Happening. And then uh, I, yeah, in between yeah. wanting to just curb stomp the two assholes on their phone. We did well, well, well I know there was one movie we saw theatrically that we both all liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we already uh, reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to... Sh- I mean, this one's... It's well, you know, reasonably well acted and shot. It's just... I don't know. Maybe somebody care. out there absolutely loves this film, but I... Eh, it was never scary. I don't... When all said and done, I was just like, eh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get what was going on here. Uh, but... That <laughs> tones all over the place i it just it, it's not very engaging i can't think of any reason that you need to go out of your way to watch it hey, at Mo- least it's on shutter i guess <laughs> it's on shutter it has molly ringwald again not a big role she's in it for maybe five minutes but uh 
Yeah. Actually made me want to go back and watch uh, Cut. That was kind of like her yeah. return movie. Uh, not well, a great movie, but... It's a slasher, though, too. Kruger will be about that. Yeah, that was good. I don't think we've ever had Cut on Slashtober, have we? Or maybe we did, actually, at the beginning. No, I we didn't. Go back. But, um, yeah. It's a Road to Nowhere movie. Uh, and, again, I feel like... Make the hotel feel a little more isolated. The shots where we're seeing just random cars go by, I'm like... And and a stone throws away. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah, it's like winter. I can it was believe. like the Motel Six off the main highway. <laughs> you just see cars driving by. Yeah, just like okay, forget about all this spooky shit happening in the house. Just walk down the street to the fucking Starbucks and over roll roll credits. I don't care what's going on with Molly Ringwald upstairs just get to the fucking starbucks go to the strip mall you're good end of movie uh but i do like gail rankin a lot uh kind of cool to see her uh branching out now uh after glow so uh yes ben molly ringald was great in not another teen movie that movie's really fucking funny we did cover that on farce and yes ozzy did like that one too he did. That was a surprise too, because he's always got that stick up. It's his a parody. Ass. You know, it's it's the lack of. It's the one thing that we've talked about. It. It's the. It's the. I'm trying not to say it on YouTube. Eighties <laughs> sex comedies are can be problematic. For there we go. That yes, and and there you go. The fact that he didn't growing up on it, watching them play a younger age, doesn't work for him. <laughs> Yeah, I still feel like there was a good deal of that. Maybe, like you said, it's because it's a parody, but... Yeah. It, it is, and, and that gets away with it. it but it, it, the fact that it is a parody, it can also be parodying those things that are not okay now. So it still works. And, he, and I do know for a fact he does like sex comedies, but those are the ones he grew up on, so they don't have that weird stigma to them. Okay. I just... I. I we'll get know. to one of those eventually that he's seen. I, I'm trying not to say which ones they are to okay. keep it a, a mystery. I don't feel like I can totally trust a person that doesn't like private school. I get that. <laughs> I see both yeah. point of views, but his point his points are what make me love it, so it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if, if I got to go... I, I don't, we'll, we'll, don't want to be in a foxhole with somebody that doesn't like private school. I'm just taking my chances with the, you know... Just, just laying on the table next to him at the masseuse. That's okay. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> this movie, I'm a one and a half. I can't go any higher. It, it Maybe there's an audience for it, but I'd say skip it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a one and a half also. I was going back and forth between a one and a one and a half, but yeah, it's a one and a half. There you go. There you go. All right, so moving on to our hopefully next we break movie. this streak. Hopefully, I was gonna say it. it uh, <laughs> it's an off night. Um, three down, three uh, to go. Like I said, we're a little bit slower. Yes, still two to go. Three down, two to go. Right, three down. Two to oh, go. We have a problem because I thought we only had. 
No? All right, there you go. All right. I think you might have froze there, and I got what you were saying mixed up, but that's okay. Okay. Moving okay, on to our next film from right. Yeah, we just crossed streams there a little bit. Uh, so our next film from writer-director Christopher Leto is Cheerleader Sleepover Slaughter. All right, Tad. So with a title like that, we both had to like it, right? So let's see. Uh, in this film, when a wannabe cheerleader hosts the annual squad sleepover, the head cheerleader concocts a sinister plan for the night and things go terrifyingly wrong. All right, so this is uh, from Christopher Leto. And uh, if you, uh, we just recently reviewed, uh, which one did he direct? Um, we did Sean Donahue's but... Swamp Women last. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he was the producer on Swamp Woman. And, um, yeah, that was the last one that we did uh, from the, you know, Gator Blade crew. He also directed um, uh, Crazy Lake, Die, Die, Delta Pi, uh, which is actually, I believe, kind of referenced in this movie, and uh, Rough Cut and, and others. Uh, somebody that we've uh, certainly covered on the show in the past. Um, so... Todd. So we just so we discovered there was one we had not seen, had not reviewed. So we threw it on as a retro review this week. Yeah, and it's not an old film. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, I think it's like only a couple years old. It's uh, listed as 2022, so still a relatively uh, newer movie. I don't know how we missed it to be quite honest i was a little surprised that it slipped past us but um well it didn't for me because i had it in my to watch stack for a while yeah yeah oh we did uh, miss that initial release so we kind of just waited a bit yes and it has also uh sushi yvette holder who's been popping up in a lot of films we've covered recently scream satan queen Live. satan lives yeah uh, Rise of the Illuminati hotties. Uh, she's, uh, I really like her work. Uh, so this one is an unashamed TNA slasher flick. Uh, it so is, Dan hated it. Zero stars already out of the gate. Oh no, you know I loved it. Uh, nobody's going to believe that. Uh, that is that is just ridiculous to suggest that I didn't love this movie. Um uh, it gives you everything that you could possibly want. Um, tons of TNA in the movie, as you would expect from the Gator Blade crew. Um, and I don't remember. They they might even highlight this in uh, Blood and Sunshine, the Florida doc. I, I believe I feel so. Like, yeah, yeah. So if you picked up that. Uh, which is probably when I, which is probably when I grabbed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there are also some cool kills in this one as well. There's kind of a shish kebab kill that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, it, you know, again, lately we've been covering a lot of these where it just shows you can do a good slasher movie for next to nothing. You know, I'm sure this movie probably didn't cost 
much north of ten thousand dollars, if if probably that. I don't always like to assume budgets because you know I, sometimes shit happens and you spend a lot more than you intended to. Going back to some of the stuff that I I was a part of, uh, but yeah, it, it's just base. It just goes for the proven formula uh, set by you know Slumber Party Massacre and so on. Just lots of skin uh, a few decent kill scenes and i was very very satisfied by it um it's not quite as extreme it's not like death Scort service where it kind of ventures into triple x territory once in a while it, it's not quite um that hardcore but uh you know I thought they did a nice job. Also stuck to the practical effects, which we don't ask much from these movies. You know, I will take a so-so kill over the CGI blood squirt uh, coming at you. You know, just give me you know, this. It's it, this is not hatchet level or anything in terms of over the top kills. You know, sometimes just a practical slit throat. It works and you appreciate it uh, when you see it. And, uh, yeah, you want to see, like, a lot of naked people getting killed with machetes? You're going to get it in cheerleader sleepover slaughter. Who, who doesn't? Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I was going to, that's what I was saying. Um, rock bottom video and Gator Blade films. Uh, we've talked about them recently. I mean, they're kind of keeping that B movie spirit alive uh that modern b-movie spirit alive the rock bottom that got my got old my number school, one I'd say yeah rock bottom got my number one last year spooky dookie uh which i know chris in the chat was not as fond of as you oh uh, yes i have the dms <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say yes uh he might be looking to unload his copy of Spooky Dookie. <laughs> uh, but we need these movies, man. We just don't get it much anymore. Uh, and when we do now, it really does feel like it has to be more in the micro budget level of film. And, uh, you know, this is a shorter review of the actual content because, like I said, again, this is by the numbers slasher stuff, tons of nudity. And, uh, but, but also well shot. Some some nice stock suspense moments. Uh, nothing, you know, that's going to blow your mind necessarily. Just a Just, good time. Kick your feet up and enjoy yourself. Um, it, yeah. it's, it, it's just a good fucking time. It is. Actually, I think for like a minute we considered, uh, like, should we review it or should we throw it in? For slash tober we we had that moment and i i still think we made the wrong decision <laughs> i we think did we have, had some similar we we did there was one that and that's the only reason i wasn't like now nah, we're getting this fucker in <laughs> yeah 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 um doesn't mean it couldn't go in a future year i mean it's always possible that is possible oh wait and... wait it's the final chapter never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah final chapter todd that means it's done that's right can't come back after the final chapter. Uh, but that is a tease, by the way, because Slashtober is not too long uh, from us now. And we can tease 
maybe the angriest yet. And if you watch the previous slash tovers, you know it can get pretty goddamn angry. But uh, we, we had walk offs. We had it was a, it was a whole thing. I'm gonna say unofficial drinking game for every time Kruger threatens to murder me. Take a shot. I'm I'm gonna say that for the safety of our our listeners. And viewers, yes. don't do that. You might you might get alcohol poisoning pretty damn quick. <laughs> that that is true. That is true. But yeah. Uh so it made me laugh. It made me smile. It did simple stuff, but it works. Uh I know that's why I get that's this is when rating it, it's hard because I really liked it. I have to. I'm going to be a little more realistic and say three and a half because there are Gator Blade films that I like more. But, and that's that's yeah. where I get stuck because there are ones I like more, but I really like this one. It's the style I, I do like. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to be generous on this one. Um. Horror movie of the night. I'm giving it that title of what we watch. Yeah. And I'm gonna give it a four. All right. There you go. There you go. Add it to your low budget slasher list and. uh Remember better times. Better times, Todd. Um, <laughs> oh, Chris says, would you consider his rage worse than the guest uh, fiasco? Well, we're yes. still early in Slashtober, but yeah, I would say he was actually more angry. I think you can expect even greater anger. I, I, this well, year. I yeah, we're 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 not sure. We've only just got the yeah. <laughs> We just know what's happened so far. I saw, I'm still trying to edit this nonsense. Yes, yes, Ben is correct. That's why Mike couldn't get to California. He didn't want to go to jail. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned because that's going to be interesting. Uh, yes, October. October, we're almost there. All right, so we have one more review for you guys. Uh, I guess we could consider it a bonus review because this is not horror at all, uh, but that's okay. I like to hit a comedy once in a while on here. And that is a, and this one is Bottoms from director Emma, C- Emma you know, Seligman. Dan, real quick, I I forgot mm -hmm. to mention, I just want to throw it out real quick. Cheerleader Sleeper Over Slaughter is streaming on Tubi, if you guys want to check it out. There you go. Yes, check that out on Tubi right now for free. Um, You you won't be sorry if if you like these kinds of TNA slasher flicks. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, All right, so Bottoms uh, from director Emma Seligman uh, follows... Two unpopular queer high school students start a fight club in order to have sex before graduation. All right, so there you go, Todd. We get a sex comedy on the show. Um, Now, I should say this director previously made a movie called uh, Shiva Baby, which uh, we covered that. And I remember we covered it because we really thought it was going to be in consideration for some sort of Oscar, uh, which I don't think it got anything that year. There but was a little, one, yeah. there, there was a little bit of buzz, but I know that was one I was trying to get us to talk about since mm. the Blu-ray came out. I think the Oscar buzz is what made us finally do it. And we, we really liked uh Shiva baby uh, quite a bit. Rachel uh, Sennett from that film also, 
returns uh, in bottoms. Uh, and I believe uh, her co-star, Ao Edibiri, sorry on names tonight, uh, doing my best, uh, who played Josie in this film. She's going to be the new April O'Neil in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Which one? Ao uh, 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 Edibiri played Josie. She's the new April O'Neil. Um, so... All right, so I love Sheba Baby. That movie followed Rachel Sennett, who was just keeping a lot of secrets. Uh, she was like working as an escort, seeing an older man. She was also, uh, you know, having uh, a lesbian relationship, and all of this kind of comes to head. I think it was a was it a funeral, I believe, and her family's there. So it was a big like comedy of errors. I I really liked it a lot. So. Uh, when we, I was out there in California, we just knew this was the same director, so we thought, thought fuck it, let's give it a shot. Well, no, uh, that's not true, because I've been really anticipating this one, so mine wasn't just a fuck it, let's give it a shot. Okay, yeah, I, I was in when I found out who the director was. Otherwise, honestly, I may not have taken a second look at this. Um, it also stars Kaya Gerber, who's the girl, she's the girl that, uh, I forget the character name, but uh, she's the she girl a... that Rachel was attracted to. They're trying, they're basically, it's a sex comedy. They're trying to bang the hot cheerleaders. Uh, Kaya Gerber is the daughter of Cindy Crawford. which She's also in uh, Babylon. Yes. Oh, God, I love Babylon. Uh, so. I mean, she was on American Horror Story. Well, I don't remember her from that. Oh, that's interesting. So. Modern sex comedies are tough. I think I think being that they're specifically trying to have sex with just not in general trying to hook up with the cheerleaders that it made a little bit more sense because I've talked about it before not to be an asshole but sex comedies don't always make sense with women trying to get laid but I think here specifically it it does work. Um so I can roll with this. The two leads are way too fucking old. I think they're in their late 20s, and it's pretty obvious here. Uh, it's no Sheba baby. It did make me laugh a handful of times. I really liked the I just uh, gotta I gotta pause it. Complaining about them being too old for a sex comedy is kind of funny, Dan. I'm just saying they looked it, I think, more. You're telling me Matthew Modine looks like he's in fucking high school. I'd say more so than this. Not even close, Dan. Well, not even close. I don't know, Tad. I'm just I'm breaking down the movie, Tad. I'm just um, no, I'm just pointing that out. No, that that's like yeah. <laughs> Every sex comedy except for super bad. I think they're my, age aged up. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I did like Marshawn Lynch, who plays Mr. G. I thought he was the highlight of this. Yeah, this he because he's been doing uh, what was the other show he's on? Murderville. And like, it, it, like his comedy, you know, really people picked up on it. And he was even in the, the special, the like the special episode, Christmas episode, I think it was. Oh, okay, I need to check out Murderville still, but yeah. Um, um so I, 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 when he he was in it, also I was like excited because I knew how funny he was on that. Yeah, 
And he's basically it, just playing himself. <laughs> it's a it's a reason. It, it's decent, but it is nowhere near the quality of uh, Shiva Baby. This is what happens no. when a studio gives you money to the director of Shiva Baby and says, "Make something for us." It's Mall Rats for it. Now, there's a difference. Mall Rats is still great, but uh, I, I, yeah, I'm it's... saying it's the same. You know, here's Clerks, and then re- studios giving you money make this. There's Shiva Baby. Studios giving you money to do this. It's not the same. I do enjoy it. Um, mm. I, I it's like in that the same vein of like a Heather's and like just those like kind of even you know something more violent assassination na- nation. But I mean that type of like teen movie, um, which I know don't connect with everyone. So there's a few others. Oh, uh, 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 Sugar and Spice. I can I know. Oh, yeah, there's no, a few. Yeah. There's a few like that. Um. So, I it, it, it's I, I I wanted it to be better, but I mean I didn't hate it. It's kind of you know what you see in the trailer is what you get. It's a modern comedy. Like I, I had a yeah. handful of decent laughs in this. Um, I think, but yeah, like, it, it is way. It is such a decrease in quality. I think the fact that I like the lead, I mean, like really helps it, like the the film for me, because I I do, I do think she's good. So, um, yeah, it's what I'd say watch Shiva Baby, obviously, but Mm. you know, I like getting stuff like this. It's another case. I think I'm more happy that we're getting this kind of stuff in theaters. I know broken record on this episode because it was a lot Mm. of theatrical, but I, I, I think and I tend to forgive a lot more like. If I if this would have been the first film, I wouldn't have been as excited for the second. I did enjoy the, the serial bomber character <laughs> and how she kept upstaging this uh, kind of wannabe school shooter. I thought that was pretty funny. I I can't remember the exact line. Obviously, I saw this in theaters, so I wasn't able to write that down. But at one point, it's like he's just sitting there brooding. It's like she stole my idea. <laughs> uh so there, there's some good laughs to be had it's just man i was just hoping for more but judging the movie as it is i would say give it a watch on vod i think maybe part of with the age too shiva baby was such an adult role for rachel that i was having a little more trouble buying her like in this um even though her character i think is only supposed to be like I don't know, 18 or something in that movie. She's just felt like an older role. I mean, and, but then you look at her, her, her next role. I mean, she plays a teenager and you know how, you know, she played a teenager. Well, you hated her so bad in it. <laughs> and that's bodies, bodies, bodies. No one questions her age in that. Oh, she wasn't that. Wasn't she? Fuck she's like, the she's like one of the lead girls. I, she's, I think I like have just blocked that. Movie you, you have, but I mean, and, and that's another, that's the, like the same yeah. thing with this. I like her as an actress. So I did like her in that. Well, there you go. She made a huge decrease in quality. So now, body, now this was, body, body. but then she at least got back. Well, up I just bumped up that rating for her. So you're welcome. Bodies, bodies, bodies is a piece of fucking shit. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Now, piece of fucking shit. Almost freaky bad. Piece of shit. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. Uh, so. Give this one a watch. It's going to be a one-time watch. Um, I would, just as an alternate suggestion, Booksmart. I like Booksmart 
surprisingly <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, Book smart's so. a funnier version of this. Linda Cardellini, I believe that's who you mean. No, you're right. Who, that's <laughs> was supposed to be like 16 in Freaks and Geeks, and she was nearly hitting 30 in real life. Uh, yeah, I, the best example though is Carolyn Monroe. Who was 37 when she did Slaughter High? 37. Yes. Uh, no, also, if we're doing TV, then you also have uh, 902 and 0, the fucking old bitch with the glasses. She was, she was like, she was probably like 37 too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Any of you 902 and 0 fans, you know who I'm talking about. I never watched Daily 9- Ghost. You, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Slash your I, own video. What do you. Yeah. I kind of skipped most of that era of TV. I kept saying I would go back. I, to I yeah, I didn't watch that shit. I, I did watch a couple episodes when Tiffany Amber Thesis moved over, but I needed a fix. Tiffany Amber Thesis is over Elizabeth Berkeley for me because I was a Saved by the Bell guy. Um, Tiffany is amazing. Um, yeah, that was that was yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're reminiscing. I, I never watched Melrose Place either. Never watched Seventh Heaven. I think I, I watched an episode of that because someone else was on. Like the only episode I watched of Dawson's Creek was when they made the big deal about the director of Scream directs the Halloween episode, not realizing he directed every or was the fucking creator of the goddamn show. So they yeah, were all by yeah. But hey, it worked. It got me to watch an episode. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I. I, I kind of skipped that era. Seventh Heaven, isn't that the one where the dad was like a fucking... Be careful with your words, Danny. Or are you going to make me cut one? Yeah. Uh, pervert. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just say pervert. That one has to be really fucking weird to watch. Because I do know a lot of people who did watch Seventh Heaven. And now they're just like, yeah, it's so weird to... You're like, I'm just trying to st- stare at Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then this goddamn pervert comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh no, nah, I skipped all of that. I uh, was she I watched... was she on that one? I'm just guessing. Was Jennifer Love Hewitt? No, I don't think so. Kelly Kapowski over all other 80s girls. Oh, I'm no with way, you. Man. I'm I'll say 90s. Oh wait, Kelly was oh, okay. Yes, that's that's yes, Kelly is the one you already said. So okay. you're gonna argue with your pick. No, okay, yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I forget yes, that's Kelly names. Kapowski. Tiffany is... Made by the Bell was horrible. You goddamn right, Brian Trash. <laughs> we... oh. You think I don't know that? <laughs> oh, the pervert was on Party of Five. Oh, Party of Five. Okay, thank I you. I thought that was... Isn't Seventh Heaven the religious one? Because I thought he was like a religious dad or something, which made the, it extra strange. Maybe I'm, I'm crossing him up here. Mm. We're closing on non-horror tonight, obviously. Saved by the Bell. All right, I don't know that I would like it. If Kelly I is overrated, sla- oh, slasher. Okay, well, wait. Okay, well then, who, who's not overrated? Chris, you got to tell us who your childhood crush. Well, no, no, were. no. He said Kelly is overrated, so I don't know if he's like a, a Jesse guy or or what. I'm a Jesse guy too, but see, I figured you like the other one. I like them all, but, no, but no, Tiffany what's the, what's, Amber Thiessen. Nope. What's the other one's name? You're, I I can't remember the names anymore. Okay, uh, Lark Voorhees. I can't remember her character name. Yeah, I liked her too. Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, you. there you go. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is like way up here. Son-in-law. Yeah. Like I said, and to this day. Elizabeth Berkeley still looks great too. Uh, but She does. Mm, Tiffany Amber. Is now. 
I snuck into Showgirls. If if you could have had armed militia <laughs> trying to keep you out, if Tiffany Amber Thiessen were in Showgirls, I would have fought him. I would have I would have gone see, home. See, the problem is she doesn't get the skankiness enough that we can get from Jesse Spano. I it I, would be a different movie. I, I think it needed that. But I get what you're saying. Why? I think some of yeah. my first internet pictures were never mind. <laughs> I would have yeah. I would have walked through fire to get to that movie for uh Tiffany. Slasher was a Lisa guy when he was a kid. Okay. Respect. Okay. All right, all right. Um God though. Oof. Uh at the aren't they did what did I haven't watched the new Saved by the Bell at all? I'm probably the only person here and every <laughs> listening paying attention to us. Yeah, I was gonna say I was a little bit it's weird. It's 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 meta Dustin Diamond should have been in there. Hey, hey, they were supposed to bring him in for season two. Yeah, I feel I, I thought that kind of put a depressing well they, they give him his moment in season two. I get it, but do they kill him off? Is it like a Roseanne situation where it's just like well, no, they they died of an overdose. Well, no, no, they don't do it negatively, but they you know acknowledge it and kind of Benny's yeah. dead. Yeah, I think I would have just rather that the character I don't know come up with some other. It was I mean, there's no other way you can honor him if he's not there. I mean, you have to acknowledge his death if you're going to do anything at that point. Yeah, yeah, Belding's in it though, right? I'm asking. I could just watch the damn. I know. Thing. No, I, he's not a regular, but does he pop up? I want to say he does. My, I, I don't remember now. Yeah, it just feels like a bad idea. I never watched the college years stuff either. The college years was good. That one, if you like Saved by the Bell, it's just a continuation. Yeah, that one I know Dustin Diamond was in. Wasn't he kind of like the teacher's assistant or? No, something? that's the new class. Don't ever watch the new class. That's like okay. building and, and screech and a whole bunch of new kids. Okay, then that's what I thought. I might have watched like one or two, and I'm like, the charms just go. Or maybe I'm just older at that point. The no, it was a shitty gone. show. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, the new one was, it, yeah. It, it's weird because it's kind of meta. Like, they do stuff like, you remember the band Zack Attack from the original show? Yeah, it's, oh, and they play the song. The song's only ever played in like Zach's dream. Uh huh. Yet in the show, like in the new show, they they do the whole Zach attack gimmick, and they like make a comment of, because it never really happened, but they're doing it in the in the show. It's it's weird. Yeah. So they can do like a whole meta thing and like showgirls canon now. So. Yeah, you, I mean, you growing up too in uh, California, I'm sure Saved by the Bell was huge. Yeah, well, I used to see fucking Screech up at Disneyland all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> now, did you were you a Mark at that time? Did you go up to him or no? Because it was still fuck Screech. <laughs> 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 I really liked your your adult film work. Uh, <laughs> no, it was before that. No, it was it, no. it was just you know I didn't want you to never were on an uh, indie show with them. No, here's the thing: who if you're Around the same age, are you really going to want to hang out with Screech? That's like the dirty kid you don't want anything to do with. Uh, Although, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe Screech would have helped us get some. You never know. 
<laughs> I it's hard because like in school I, I could have edited his movie and been <laughs> but we're Slavic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I could have been friends with the Screech, but I was I was kind of like somewhere in the middle between weird kid and I don't know that I was a jock, but I did get along with those kids too. So I was, I don't know, definitely weird kid, I guess, if I had to put a label on me, but I wasn't. No one would have guessed that. Brian Trash said, Screech is almost as bad as Urkel. I agree, but I also agree Urkel is worth. Family matters. Vicky, small wonder. Yes, that was one of my first crushes. I was a child, so I can say that. <laughs> they may so uh, Chris asked Showgirls is canon and Saved by the Bell. Yes, they they made they made it canon in the TV show, and I can tell you what episode if you really want to see it. She, in the, the get, new show, yeah, we get like, yeah, it's it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> so it's like Kelly just grew you know grew up and made show well it's always made sense though i mean if you look at at it again i'm fucking up these names because they they do the wedding in vegas at the end of the series so it's like she could just stay in vegas and ever (laughs) i'm gonna edit make a fan edit now throw the save by the bell right when she gets there she goes to the wedding then it all goes to hell (laughs) i kind of want to do that now (laughs) that's actually pretty cool uh, did is Saved by the Bell renewed? Is it just in limbo? Oh no, now? it got it got canceled after two. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So it was two, I, which is fine. Like I liked the new no. kids; it was cool. It was a very modern cast, but yeah, it's kind of hard to to recapture that. I'm not. Maya. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, Cliff put over Maya from Family Matters was hot. R.I.P. Fuck yeah, she was. Um, she was uh, the actress. Okay, so Chris really wants to know: she was the actress in the movie, or she was actually the character? She was actually the character. She is Naomi. So I guess the logic is she made up an alias. And- yeah, Elizabeth Berkeley was her yeah. her pseudonym. Uh, it's it's done in a few jokes, but it it, it, it makes it officially canon. Do we get titties and Saved by the Bell? Time? You do not get titties, but you do get some stripper. You'll see some classic moves. It made me pop watching. <laughs> not the way when you watch Showgirls. Not different kind of pop, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I think I'm watching Showgirls and Saved by the Bell the episode. <laughs> so I'll tell you what episode it is in the Discord. watch party. We we kick off with uh, the Saved by the Bell episode, and then we. Oh no! Do you our- have to do that second. Well, I guess you could do it first because it kind of sets up now. Nah, or timeline flashback? I don't know. We're getting a little too complex, Todd. It's fucking showgirls. Todd is an expert at Saved by the Bell. I'm not going to say I'm an expert at Saved by the Bell, but this is why I need to start a 90s channel, because that's what I <laughs> Still qualifies as 80s. I believe it. the first season was 89. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Yes, it was. Yes, yeah, so... That was a Disney Channel show. It... It's and uh, then then because they weren't even in California in that. Good morning, Miss Bliss. They're they're back. It's still Bayside, or was it still called Bayside? Or it's the same school, but oh, where was it originally? It's somewhere totally different. And then season two, it's California. I think that show is responsible partially for me always wanting to live in California. 
back then. If I had to trace that back, I'd, really, uh, it's not it's not the erotic thrillers of the time. <laughs> it might have been the erotic thrillers. Uh, uh, Brian Trash. Anytime I see blue tinged lighting, I just come in my pants. Now, <laughs> what's what's next? Facts of life. You know, I never really. I wasn't I, a facts of life it. guy. I like the later mm-hmm. ones when uh when uh the kid from Garbage Pail Kids is on it and uh, George Clooney. Okay. You remember Leah Remini? She was like a love interest for Mark Paul Gossler. In, yes, uh, it's it's when they go to uh, the beach, the beach, the beach episodes where they all work at the beach. Another the eternally beautiful woman. I agree. Leah Remini is hot. The, those were those were dip- difficult episodes. You had her, and you and you had uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So, yeah, that would, a, be, that would uh, be Mackenzie Austin. Guy. Yes, correct. Daily Ghost. Yes, you know Leah Remini dated uh, in well in sitcom was with Kevin James though. So like I feel like I'd have more of a shot. You know what I mean? Like I was like, all right, Tiffany, you're way up here. I don't know that I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to pull that, but <laughs> she looked like she actually liked Kevin James. So Mike, the step by step girl who turned hot last season. Dana, I think her name was. I don't really remember Step by Step. I know I watched a little of it. That I did watch. I, all I re- yeah, all I remember is the opening had a shot from Magic Mountain with some really bad computer-generated water at it. <laughs> they added, they made this, the Colossus on the beach somehow with some bad CG. It, you know it's really funny? I, I wrote a script, or I, I didn't finish it, but there was, and I won't tell you exactly in case I ever go back to it, but there was something meta with Patrick Duffy from Step by Step. I'll just put it that way. I wrote some really weird shit that I never finished, and it's really funny. But someday you might get to see that. Uh, there's Harvey again. Um, yeah, man. Sitcom nostalgia. I think the show is getting more popular. We should just do sitcom nostalgia. Uh, Al Lambert, played by Christine Lakin, was the tomboy to become pretty later on. If we want to talk tomboys, we got to throw out Betsy Russell. Oh, hell yeah. Just about, I, I don't know if she turned 60 today or is about to turn 60, but. I, I saw her, I don't remember if it was Monster Mania or Chiller, but. Um, she does not look very different. <laughs> she is still gorgeous. S- Saw knows how to pick the women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they're bringing some old ones out of time. Well, now they're, you know. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, no, Betsy's great. Uh, I'm trying to think other, like, sitcom crush. I mean, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was a big one. Ben but... says step-by-step step needs a a parody. I'll just go with that. <laughs> Ooh, I you know what I'm i don't think one. it has one the save by the bell oh yeah <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> i mean other seen... other than the the one screeches in no 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 there was an actual save by the bell parody apps <laughs> yeah there's a couple screech by himself <laughs> he does That's not the well then then it's a fail how do you how do you <laughs> not get him if he's already done one i'm trying to think of the timeline on that uh I think that that would have been out before it, but I don't remember any references to it or anything. Then I'm making a new one if I find out he's (laughs) at. Come on, Screech, let's go. 
All right. How did you not book Dustin Diamond in UEW back in the day? Because Andre would have killed anyone who did. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could have talked him into it. Here you go, Dan. (laughs) Dan's in the minority. What up, Barney? Uh, Zombie Town got a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. It, Rotten Tomatoes, I never put any stock in that. There's some stuff that I feel gets downvoted to shit, and then there's others that for some reason it's like way too high. Uh, as always, if you watch Zombie Town and really liked it, put it in the comments on this video. But but I don't think uh, Zombie Town is one that's going to get review bombed. <laughs> so it's not like going to look at Captain Marvel. Hey, think about all of those people throughout his career that Chevy Chase was a dick to. I'm sure they're all trying to review vomit, Todd. Thank you. Nikki Cox was on India Ariana as a kid. Ben said, didn't the daughter from the Crosby show, Cosby show go up to be hot? Raven Simone? Oh, 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 Angel Heart. Lisa Bonet. She's yeah. married to uh, Jason Momoa. And yes, Lisa Bonet, always hot. I agree. Uh, Nikki Cox. Was hot. She's got the frizz. frizz. She's getting skeleton. Yeah. Fuck, no, she's not. Uh, Cliff she married uh, Bobcat Cliff. Coldthwait. And, uh, and, and now she looks like Bobcat Coldthwait. No, she doesn't. <laughs> fuck you, Todd. That's all right, Cliff. There you go. Run with that one. Too. Fucking got- bullshit. <laughs> Nikki Cox was, I can't remember the lead actor, but she was on a sitcom where she was like the girlfriend of a pro wrestler can't think of the name i think it was a upn comedy actually come to think of it but uh homeboys from space i need to revisit i picked up the blu-ray Homeboys from space not sure what you're talking about you don't remember the upn show homeboys from space i don't think i watched anything called homeboys from space i don't even remember ads you i well you got to remember some shasta mcnasty you only remember that because it was on after SmackDown. I remember, like, God, I remember, like, flipping over to WCW. They had um, uh, Witchblade, the Mortal Kombat TV show, Lorenzo Lamas, uh, Renegade. I remember Renegade. A lot of that sort of, like, just, I don't want to call it trash, but just fun. It was uh, trash TV. Action that was like literally the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah, Renegade was a little bit trashy, I guess. I miss Jiggle TV. We don't get that anymore. No. Now, see, that was the thing. Like, you would think I'd be a Baywatch guy, but that was always to me just like I'm just gonna try and find an R-rated movie that actually shows. Well, me. that's not that's post Jiggle TV. Jiggle TV is 80s. That's Three's Company, Charlie's Angels. That's the difference. Oh, okay. There was no jiggle in Baywatch because that was all enhanced. There was still some jiggling there going on. (laughs) You know what I mean. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. There there were many people fapping to Three's Company back in the day. Just not that. just to not just to John Ritter's nutsack. <laughs> In my day, we just had the tight sweaters. And we made good. Oh, some love for Highlander. Yeah, Highlander uh, was awesome. As you get into the movies, I'm a big Highlander guy. I fucking love it, but it does unfortunately the the story gets kind of 
convoluted, but uh, I do like Highlander. The last movie, The Source, was garbage, but I do defend Endgame a little bit. It was cool seeing Adrian Paul and Christophe Lambert together. Is that the one with Edge? Edge was in uh, Highlander Endgame, yeah. And the the fucking talking babes, Lisa Barbushka, uh, who was the love interest in that, had that hot uh, sex scene in Endgame. I like Endgame. Donnie Yen was also in it. I'm sure not his proudest moment because I think he was like, eh, I'll just make movies in uh, in Asia a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, more like bouncing. Yeah, that's what I'd call Baywatch TV bouncing. <laughs> all right, bounce TV. Um, I just Googled Rudy from the Cosby Show, also Punisher. Yes, I do remember. Yeah, she grew up. She's pretty lady. Yes, yes. Um, so Tiffany well, Amberthies and, and Lisa Bonet are god tier. Ooh, Ben just dropped one. Uh, Lacey Chabert. I think that's how you say her name, her last name. Yeah. Uh, she uh, is like on every fucking Hallmark Christmas movie there is now. I think she's done like 40 Hallmark movies. Original uh, voice of Meg Griffin also. Yep. She was the older da- or the younger daughter in the Lost in Space movie. Um, yeah. And, uh, ben brought up she was the Jennifer Love Hewitt parody and not another teen movie. She was. She, yeah. She just gives hand jobs. <laughs> yeah, she is still gorgeous. Another good babe. Mimi Rogers. Also, since I brought up that movie, uh, Mimi Rogers was always a random crush of mine growing up. I don't know if it was any one thing in particular, but I always liked Mimi Rogers. And Full Body Massage is coming out soon, Todd, from Unearthed Classics. Which you get to see a lot of Mimi Rogers. Another one I throw out for that is A Door in the Floor, the Jeff Bridges, Kim Basinger movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't thought about that one in a while. Door in the Floor is really good. Another one that I don't think got any Oscar love that year. I could be, maybe it was nominated for something, but I was just like, oh, that's kind of a overlook on the Academy's part, I thought. Um, yeah, I feel like Todd. We just booked the show sitcom babes. Telling you, I'm working. Once yeah. I fi- figure out what we're doing the gimmick, we'll we'll make that one happen. That's an easy one. I could talk about sitcoms for yeah, yeah, maybe like a tier list or or something. And yeah, she Lacey did uh, want uh, <laughs> someone to shit on her in that movie. I guess it's really weird too because I'll go back and watch that, and I'm like, she became like the wholesome face of Hallmark. <laughs> so it's a little weird to go back and watch not another teen movie sitcom babes. Oh, if you guys want it, we'll do sitcom babes. But wait speak- till wait till the Guardians of the Galaxy fan goes back and decides to watch James Gunn's first movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times that's happened. What's this Tromeo and Juliet? Let's pop in James Gunn's first. Tromeo and Juliet is pro- is by far the most respected trauma movie because that's got a lot of good reviews from mainstream critics. If you go back, I always thought that was pretty mind blowing when that came out because I was like, oh wow, they get it. <laughs> like, they're actually embracing it somewhat. I think Can't... it helped. There was that other shitty Romeo and Juliet that came out the same year. And critics didn't buy into the bullshit. I think that really helped Troma, to be honest. Are you talking the DiCaprio film? Yes. I feel like... 
I feel like that was a couple years earlier. But that's what I'm saying. So, but, but yeah. that's still the you know, yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. Tromeo and Juliet is awesome. Definitely it's, one of the best. It's the second best Shakespearean adaptation ever put to film. It is better than Shakespeare himself. Better. Oh, only thing better is the is Shakespeare shitstorm. <laughs> uh, some love for Karen Parsons, also from Cliff. Oh, yes. Yeah. So sitcom babes, we'll do it. We'll rank. Uh, I don't know what. What should we do? Top twenty. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to make this happen, though. I do like the idea. Speaking of things that we're going to be doing, uh, coming up, uh, like I said, there's some technical stuff right now with Todd's computer, but soon, to be announced, we will have a Patreon watch-along of... How, how should we say it, Todd? Are we going specifically, like, drunk girl? Yeah, we're just going to be... Well, we're going to be watching some police videos. We'll just go with that. Police videos with, but I, but me and Pugs are a fan of the drunk girls. <laughs> I'm so. a fan of drunk girls too. We went down a YouTube rabbit hole randomly while I was down there, where we started watching these and laughing our asses off. And then we were like, "This would be good Patreon content." So public yeah, you domain can, too. <laughs> yeah, public domain. Uh, so you get to see us reacting to uh, pretty girls being stupid <laughs> with or the police. Or just stupid girls. I mean, they don't have to be pretty. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah, I think we all seem to stop though. On and the- I, and I know some people have noticed that the part two of our driving around in L.A. Um, disappeared. I'm trying for to reasons. Get- yes, but I, I, it'll be on Patreon. Um, I'm just with the computer issues; it's kind of throwing everything off. So, okay, yeah. Keep so an eye out. Keep an eye out on Patreon. That is coming as well. Um. And, and, uh, and as we, we discussed last night on the Flesh Wound Gaming stream, and if you haven't liked Flesh Wound Gaming, go do it. Um, we're going to do like a – we're going to invite everyone, I guess, and we're going to do a Friday the 13th stream. So yes. I haven't even played it yet, so it'll be a first for me. So we figured that one because it's cross-platforms. We can get anyone you know who has four or five can play. So. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Get on our Discord again. It's free. You'll never miss out on a new fast food burger or a new horror movie on our Discord. So Ben wants a Girls Gone Wild watch along. Mm. Ooh, I don't think we can even do that on there, but that would be fun. Some of those early, yeah, a lot of nostalgia for the ads in the middle of the night. <laughs> Maybe you'd fall asleep, and you. And if you're watching E, they'd be out of the middle of the day. <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that is true, and they were pretty revealing for like a commercial too. I mean, that was how many thing. how many thirty second nuts did Ned did Dad smell in, the <laughs> in a pinch, Todd? <laughs> He's like, all right, go. <laughs> yeah, it was that era. Like, uh, I remember I was a big fan of Jack of All Trades with Bruce Campbell and Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. I They'd keep always- meaning to revisit that one. I, I I picked it up day one and have not watched it. What has it been out twelve years, fifteen years at this point? Probably, yeah, probably a good fifteen years that that DVD set's been sitting on your shelf, Dad. Uh, but yeah, they were half hour. They were back to back, and a lot of times. 
Sometimes they play like in a, on a Saturday at 1 p.m. Other times they play at like 2 a.m. Cleopatra uh, was only a 30 minute one. Yeah, Cleopatra 25 oh, 25, okay. I, I believe, was 30 minutes. If I, remember. I may knock that one out sooner than later. I only got 10 My Name is Earls left. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I know Jack of All Trades was 30 minutes. Um, and I got four. Uh, what's the show we're watching? We started watching. Oh, uh, Euphoria. Yeah. I got four left. That's another thing. Uh, it's one that uh, Pug was a favorite of Pug's, and we randomly binged uh, Euphoria. I think I might have a handful. We left. didn't randomly. Pug's told me one thing, and I was like, because it's been in my queue forever. I was like, yeah, we're watching. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes to some dark places, but at the same time, there's a few episodes that are actually quite funny. I was surprised. Ben says, I knew a girl on Girls Gone Wild, but she wouldn't tell us which which one. So so me and my boys uh, bought each one until we found it. So you found it. That's good. So, so Ben basically like probably racked up like a $1,200 bill on his credit card to find her stuff. Uh, you know, see, if I could figure out a way to watch those. Did you ever hear of the Action Girls DVDs? Yes, I did. I did. I got, I, yeah. I, I got like five of them. They were entertaining. I mean, it's like, it, for those who don't, it's like, if you've seen Jackie Brown, you get the concept. It's just fucking naked or topless girls shooting big fucking guns. That was the whole video. Yeah. It's, but those are fun to throw it, on. Tylene Buck. Tylene Buck. Isn't she in one of the Action Girls? I think you're, I, I know she was in the backyard wrestling. No, I don't yeah. know. I'd have to check because it was most mostly Chet girls. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, no, it wasn't her. I was about to tell a really gross Tylene Buck story, but it was actually gorgeous George, Macho Man's girlfriend. I know who she is. Um, uh, well, I was just making it clear I wasn't talking about the Hall of Famer, gorgeous George. Okay, no, I, I know I'm just afraid of what you're gonna say because we have mutual friends. Oh, then I will not say it, but uh, uh, it, it's, it's nasty. Uh, but I'm just saying pretty girls can be disgusting at times. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Ghost, are you talking about another season of Euphoria? Because I heard that was up in the air for season three. I just, yeah, it's delayed due to strikes. Yeah, that's all. Did they finish it? I thought they weren't. Yeah, but wasn't that also an issue with the actor who died? And uh, like, Yeah, but that was after the season. So if they're working on three, I'm sure they already figured out a game plan. Okay, I'm just getting into but the I don't, show. Yeah, so. I don't know. Um, I, oh, he meant Curb. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> that makes more sense. Yes, Major well, Gun. great. Tylene Buck, yes. Uh, uh, XPW Superstar. Yes, yeah, actually, yeah, people forget that. You got to see her pop up again. So I'm wondering, because I know she was also on those Backyard Wrestling videos, so I don't know if you're combining those with Action Girls. No, she... Um, she also did a couple movies that were kind of borderline. I think uh, one was called Getting Even. And uh, Daily Ghost says Euphoria was one and done, I thought. No, 
Are you getting confused with that show with the weekend that was one and done? Because Euphoria has already had one season, two specials, and season two. So, oh wait, you Euphoria had specials? Yes, we we talked. I'll, I'll explain it to you after. Yeah, okay. We, yeah, we leapfrogged over them. Pugs didn't tell me. No, he told me. I'll I'll tell you what how to remedy it when we're done. Okay. Yeah, I, I will have to remedy that. I want. You haven't watched anything else yet, right? No, I haven't had any time. You know, okay, that first well, day it, I land, and I yeah, I figured sleep. so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, well, there you go, guys. We'll uh, we'll do the sitcom thing at some point. Like I said, uh, if you get on the Patreon, you can watch some drunk videos with us, some police stuff, and uh, yeah, we'll do. We're gonna do some yeah. stuff Sunday. Um. So, yeah, I know Pugs is available and we're recording anyway. So we'll probably do some Patreon content when we figure out times. Yes. And for next week, we'll have some reviews. I'm kind of not sure the format yet. I'm kind of playing it by ear with the with the computer issues. But yeah. maybe we'll do the Friday the 13th thing early. I don't know. We'll figure that. I know we'll do some streaming on the um, other thing, too, the Flesh Wound Gaming. So if you haven't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, join Flesh Wound Gaming. Uh, never know what might be done over there. We've had zo- we've had zombie on. I can't remember who else. I've only done it twice so far. So <laughs> yes, a lot of like yelling. Uh, <laughs> maybe Kruger will be madder at you. Than oh you. Yeah, well, there's the the first one where he was very frustrated with me when I couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it would if it would have been you, Dan, he would have been yelling at the top of his lungs. Uh, I'm just telling. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I should have gotten, I should have figured it out for that. But... Or maybe I would have just taken him out in the game. You never know. Maybe... Uh, it's funny because I don't want to play as Leatherface. I don't want that responsibility of not doing well. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you, please. I'll be the cook. I'll be the hitchhiker. Yeah. We need a sex comedy game. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, that I do remember that. They need a um, modern version. Yeah, there was one. I think it was maybe a Japanese game my brother used to always talk about where like you're supposed to watch your boss's house and like the the goal is to basically like fuck his wife or something. It's I don't know. Didn't we play the very awesome game Custard's Last Stand or was it Custard's Revenge when you're here last? We didn't play it yeah. this time. Didn't we play it last time? I think we did. That was always a debate because, like, those early graphics, I'm like, does this even count as nudity? <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I didn't see ET with that appendage. It counts. There you go. There you go. Uh, hey, so you took what you could get back then. If it was eight bit <laughs> dick, it was eight bit dick. <laughs> I feel like we could have almost have covered uh, Euphoria, but. Um, well, we're not uh, done. I'm sure Pugs would not be mad if we did. If you guys want to hear us to talk about it on Patreon, let us know. Yeah, yeah. We can do a Patreon show on that for sure. Um, so, guys, on that note, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for all the for hanging out through all this bonus sitcom talk. Uh, we'll, we'll do more for you. We didn't get a post show in tonight. We didn't have all of it, so you got a little extra nonsense. There you go. We, just, we did the Patreon bullshit on YouTube tonight. So. And none of them were screeners, so I don't have to worry about them. Like, why the fuck are they talking about 
Saved by the Bell. <laughs> That's why we saved it for the end. Tiffany Amber yeah. Thiessen for life. We uh, want to hear about bottoms, not Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> Thiessen uh, all right. Sorry, Dad. Sign us out. Good night, guys. We'll see you next time. Here's the swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> <laughs>